Welcome to the Your Mom Has a Blog podcast. I'm Chad Edgington. And I'm Melissa Edgington. We are the Edgingtons. Welcome to our podcast. We are. It's all your podcast, you know. This is all your... You've been so faithful over the past... When did you write your first blog? 2010. 10. So eight years of bloggaging. With some major breaks in between because my computer broke. Remember yeah. that? For like a year, I had no computer. <laughs> there you go. You can't blog if you don't have a computer. Yeah. But here we are, 10 years later. You started this podcast two years ago. I listened to a little bit of the first episode the other day. Really? How was it? Uh, it was interesting. I can't remember exactly. There was something about it that was funny that Jackson had told me he had listened to the last one and somehow it kicked over to the first one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, you you know, when we're doing these podcasts, we really feel like we have a purpose. But there are probably 50 that have no, there's just no rhyme or reason to them. Yeah, it's really just, just us talking. It's just us talking about our life. And uh, so thank you for listening to those. I hope you're mildly entertained or maybe it encourages you to know that uh, you're not the biggest loser you know. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Turkey Day. We got some turkey today. Got some turkey. Some sweet potatoes. I didn't get any stuffing. Was there stuffing there and I didn't see it? No, there was no stuffing. There was mashed potatoes, green bean casserole. Corn. Corn, ham. Fruit salad. Didn't have fruit salad. I did. I wanted to use sweet stuff, not on fruit. I wanted to go with the the, uh, buttermilk pie and, and those sorts of things. Right. So, man... Uh, great Thanksgiving, topped off with a cowboy win. Yes. And you got to play a couple of your games. Yes. Guess who didn't play any games? Yeah. Chad. You know why? Because he was banned from games. I was banned from games. And my brother and the kids and me and my sister-in-law and my parents all played games. But what was Chad doing? Not playing games because he wasn't allowed. Yeah. I was banished. It was all right. Then we drove back, so we've been on the road for a couple of hours. I like driving on holidays late at night. Yeah. Yeah, there's something very cozy about it, especially like a a good Christmas Eve drive. You know, the reason that we feel that way is because of our very first Christmases together. Mm Mm-hmm. We would the first Noel. <laughs> we would. I'll go... sing while you tell the story. No. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I can't tell the story while you're doing that. No, I, I won't do it. Yes, you will. I know you're. Going no, I promise. To... <laughs> I promise I won't. You promise? Now you have to not do it. I'm not, I promised. Go ahead. Okay, so we would. <laughs> He's moving his head like I'm he's humming doing in my it. head. I'm doing it in my head. <laughs> we would go to your aunt and uncle's house on Christmas Eve and then really late. I mean, we would leave there at midnight. Oh, like more like 10. But that was still pretty late. And we would drive to my parents' house and get there maybe even past midnight. So we would drive on Christmas Eve, and we would listen to Christmas music, and it just seemed like magical. It was a tender Central Texas Christmas <laughs> when we drove in the white blazer all through the Central Texas landscape, looking at Christmas lights put up on trailers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it was something else. It was yeah. really, it was really nice. Look how they look how they decorated their double wide. No, was, nobody I, was out on the road. No, it was just us. It, it was, just felt like we were out in the middle of nowhere. Just, and the moon was shining bright, and we would just be driving and holding hands and listening to music. Yeah, just looking forward to holding each other all night long. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's not where I was expecting that to go, but true. I don't know. It's kind of putting me in the mood to cuddle. <laughs> you feel like cuddling tonight? Sure, I feel like I that know. every night. I need body heat. I'm cold natured. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Cuddling with you is like cuddling with... I don't even know what to say. An oven? Isn't that what you usually say? <laughs> yeah, you you are hot. And I don't mean that like hot, hot. I mean like you're literally hot. <laughs> and you're hot too. But, but I don't feel like it. I feel cold. So it's nice yeah. to have somebody to cuddle with. Yeah. It's nice. It's better It's better than cuddling alone. Yeah. Hot, you can't to, really do that. You have to buy like one of those full body pillows. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, you'd see one of those in a, a girl. You know, they came up with those when we were in college. You'd see a girl with a full body pillow. Like, oh, that's ridiculous. Sad. <laughs> I hope she finds a husband. <clears throat> anyway, so what are we talking about tonight? Okay, so tonight, so we're on day 22 of 30 days to a deeper connection in your marriage. I can hardly believe that we've only got a few days left. Well, the, the time, for me, when the holidays start to approach, time moves very quickly. Yeah, the next few weeks are just going to fly. They're a blur. But um, anyway, tonight we're talking about communication. So what I hear you saying is that tonight we're going to talk about how, I think what you're saying is we're going to talk about how people get information back and forth into their brains from their mouths. Yes, that's right. So am I, I mean, when I, when I, Say that's what I'm hearing you say. How does that make you feel? <laughs> so Chad's demonstrating an important communication technique, which is reflective listening. And when I hear you say that, I feel affirmed, even though I'm not quite sure I always listen reflectively. <laughs> so reflective listening is something we learned about really early on in our marriage. I would say maybe our third, third year, year of in, marriage. Yeah. And the idea is that... When you're talking about something important, you sort of try to repeat back what you think your spouse is saying to you, because a lot of times what you hear is not what they're actually saying. So you can say, well, what I hear you saying is blah, 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 blah. And then they can tell you if you're hearing it correctly or not. Right. So that's a, that's a, a fun little marriage That's like the main way to make sure that you're getting your points across is to try to, or, or that you're hearing what the point is that's being tried to get across is to actually say it back in a nice way. Right. What I hear you saying is this. Well, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, let me then try again and let me see if I can get it. Right. That's, you know, I could stop this podcast right now. You know, I always get annoyed after like someone sings a song and then the person gets up and is like, you know, we could just all go home right now at church. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we don't even need a sermon. Well, if if we we don't want to, why don't we just have the sermon then and just skip the music? Then we could say, "Man, that was a good sermon. We can just go home right now." (laughs) 
I guess if you're the one preaching, you don't want someone getting up and saying that. Yeah, it's awful. It's like, really? That's how little you think of the sermon is that music can compare? No, they're talking about the music, not the sermon. Yeah, I'm saying the music can compare what to the sermon. What you hear them saying is that... What I hear them saying is they like music more than they like God's Word, and I think that's wrong. Obviously, if that's the way you feel, you need a sermon because you're a sinner. Wait, are you trying... But were you saying that you could... That that is such a good piece of advice about reflective listening that we could just end this podcast right now? Yeah, but, but I don't want to do that because I get annoyed whenever people say things like that. Right. So um, I think probably one of the biggest problems in marriage is communication. Without a, a D-O-U-B-T. And I think that couples underestimate the importance of communicating effectively. We all want to communicate in our own way and interact in our own way, but there are a lot of different aspects to communication that you have to pay attention to. You cannot just communicate in the way that comes naturally to you. Mm-hmm. You have to work at it a little bit. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that your biggest problems in marriage are usually finances is always one that people talk about. Mm-hmm. I think finances and sex are two that are huge. Mm-hmm. And both of those really, if you, if you think of both, usually come down to communication. Right. I mean, sometimes there's other issues, especially in this uh, area of sexual stuff, but in the compatibility or, you know, whatever, people's hangups and, and all that. But it does boil down to communication most of the time in both of those areas. I agree. People are frustrated because they're not on, they're not, you're not on the same page in either one of those things that are really crucial to make your marriage work. So yeah, get being able to talk to each other and to communicate is something you have to prioritize. Um, you know, or I think you're going to, I think the other things show up as symptoms of the fact that you you're you're because what if what our relationships are really based upon communication, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and I think communi- it's hard to learn how to communicate, and I think it takes time, and I think it takes a lot of um, courage building <laughs> because it's hard. It's, true. Some, it's hard true. to talk about some things. And it's hard to bring up some things. And there are a lot of things in marriage you would rather just sweep under the rug and not address. And we start off on you know, usually on a bad foot on that. It's like you just don't want to get into someone's business or you, you know, you're not open about things to begin with. And then it's, then it's hard or awkward or whatever. And man, I, you know, we, we have a situation in our marriage situations like that in our marriage, um, for sure, where there's difficult things for us to talk about. And we're both blabbermouths when it comes to talking to each other. I mean, we can, we can go forever and talk. The only time I really have a hard time talking to you is, um, like if, if, there's like a definite scheduled date night or something, you know, like where you the only I feel pressure at that point to deliver great well, you're communication because we don't ever have those. Well, sometimes we do. Sometimes <laughs> it's just you and me, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we gonna talk about? I'm more I'm more conversational in my natural habitat. 
Yeah. Not at some restaurant or whatever. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. You don't seem like you have a problem. <laughs> I always feel like I do. I feel like I'm like forcing this. Really? Yeah, forcing it. Hmm. But anyway. That's good to know. Um, so, yeah, communicating um, is difficult even for the best of communicators because relationships are complicated. Yeah. But again, it the relationship is built on c- communication, if you think about it. I mean, how is our relationship with God built? It's that the fact that he has communicated to us in his word what he is like. And he's, you know, he, he speaks to us through the Bible. And so we're learning what he... And then we're speaking to him in prayer. Right. So we're talking to him and we're listening as we read the word. The Holy Spirit speaks to us as we read the scripture. Um, and the communication is a huge part and maybe even the basis of the relationship. You wouldn't know about Christ unless he had communicated to you who he is. Right. Um through the preaching of the word, through the power of the Holy Spirit, this communication is very crucial. So in a, in your relationship, it's the same thing. I'm yawning. I'm sorry. You've got to you've got to communicate, and you've got to talk about these things. And so many people, I think, go through life just not wanting to cause a problem, not wanting to stir something up. They so they don't communicate, and they're miserable. Well, you know, in the same way that your goal in in being a Christian is to know Christ more mm-hmm. every day, that's also a goal in your marriage is to know each other more every day. And I think some people think that you reach a point when you know everything and you just don't. You never reach that point where you know everything about your spouse. That'd be, that'd be sad if you did. Because that would mean that you're that you're just in a totally static, like state of being. Like you're not growing, you're not learning, you're not thinking, you're not experiencing new things. Um, when you're living a common life, there's always something interesting to talk about because things are changing and things are evolving, and you should be involved in sorts of things and have friends and all the all the things that we've talked about. Yeah. And yet, people that if you're just living a life where you're never growing. That's going to be very difficult, or it's really difficult if one person's growing and the other person isn't. Yeah. You know? But you can't know each other more, and you can't know about each other, ever learn about each other if you're not communicating. And there are, well, what I have found in marriage, and I've I've only recently begun to think about it this way, but, you know, when Chad and I got married... I felt like we know we knew each other pretty well because we spent a lot of time communicating mm-hmm. because we weren't physically together. And so we talked a lot. Mm-hmm. And then um, as the years have gone on, I can look back and see that there were all of these moments where through communication, walls came down between us that I didn't even know were there. Mm. And even recently that has happened mm. where I felt like a major wall fell between us that I had no idea was even between us. And so mm. I know there are other walls between us that we can't even see that will eventually fall because we will um, know each other more, learn more about each other, talk about things more. And, 
you, if you, if you're af- if you're too afraid to ever share those things that you need to talk about, you're you're going to have to reveal insecurities. Mm. You're going to have to reveal sins. You're going to have to talk about things that you would rather no one knew about you. Mm. That is what marriage is. Okay, this is taking all of a person and choosing to love all of that person. Mm, that's good. And you cannot do that if y'all never share with each other the things that nobody else knows. Mm. Yeah, that's good. The other thing I would say about listening is when you're listening to your spouse, listen with the with the goal of understanding them more and understanding where they're coming from instead of listening with the goal of coming up with a great rebuttal mm. to what they're saying. Yeah. There are so many ways that we mess up when we're trying to communicate with each other. And I don't think that we understand always the ramifications of bad communication in our marriage. Mm, it's true. Or, or a way of, um, you know, we could, we could do another podcast on this, but like the way you properly can argue with one another. Never say, you always do this. You never do this. Don't bring up things from the past that, you know, um, don't affect the, the current topic of discussion. Um, don't be like digging up the mud and throwing it on each other. Just communicate in a way. So right now I know... You might not have thought this was going to affect me this way, but here's how I feel, and I'm not sure what to do about it. And then address it from right there. Um, c- communication of marriage is a lot of information. Probably you can't cover it in one podcast. So read articles about it. Figure out how you can better communicate and practice better communication skills with your spouse. And you will find that develops a much deeper relationship. If you're involved in a church, then you, ha- I'm sure that you have opportunities for marriage enrichment. Mm-hmm. Most churches offer, you know, things here and there. When opportunities like that come up, go learn, read books about marriage. I'm still shocked by how many people have never read a single book about marriage. Come on, y'all. There's so much to learn about being married and about communicating, and it will it it will make your lives together so much richer. And so much more enjoyable if you are communicating well and learning more about each other. Every new thing that you learn about your spouse, even if it's something that you would both rather not talk about, every new thing that you learn brings you closer together. Mm. Very good. Well, um, as we close out this podcast, Melissa, why don't you say two things you're thankful for? I am thankful for Jesus. You know, you have to put that as number one. Okay, that's let's just say that's a given. It's a given, okay. Like Jesus, the Bible, God, the Holy Spirit, the <laughs> church, church whatever, those things. Yeah, it's just, let's just assume you're thankful for those because you'd be an idiot if you're not. <laughs> okay, two things I would say. Chad and Adelaide Sire and Emerald, the children. Oh, that's really good. What would you say? I was going to say I'm really thankful for eggnog. (laughs) 
course. <laughs> and I'm really thankful. Let's see, I was like an eggnog, and there was one other thing I was thinking of. Um, I I don't know. I, I'm going to stop at eggnog, <laughs> but I'm really grateful for that. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I'm a buttermilk pie. And together, that would be a winning combo. That sounds really gross. Yeah, I don't know. Tomorrow, you guys, the giveaway ends tonight at midnight. Today is November 22nd. It's Thanksgiving tonight at midnight. No more entries. So if you haven't entered, now's the time. Go do it. Go enter. We are going to do a video tomorrow announcing our big winner. And I cannot wait to see which one of you it is. All right. So... Stay tuned for tomorrow's uh, Facebook Live edition of Your Mom Has a Blog. And then we can talk about it on the podcast, whatever they've won or whatever. Sure. Okay. Sounds good. Well, you guys uh, have a great uh, rest of your Thanksgiving. And uh, enjoy whatever you do on the first day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, Black Friday. Enjoy all your shows. Yeah, go get some deals. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.